Yo, what's good? It's your boy, South Beach 706. It's going to be a podcast. We're here with Adolphus Savage and Marcus Sniffle. What's popping? Nothing much trying to survive in South Central. Just doing what I do. Doing what I do. Yeah, shout out to everybody supporting the podcast like usual. Uh, one shout out to Corlisi out there in Kingston, Jamaica, holding it down. Shout out to Bat Internet L, who's not on today, but she holds us down regularly. Shout out to Chuck Decoy. Uh, everybody else is, you know, shout out to Eltrez, who's real active in the community page. So shout out to y'all. Keep supporting, keep sharing the podcast. If I missed anybody, no disrespect. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Shout out to all y'all for coming through and, and always holding it down with the crew. Yes, sir. That's what's up. So we're going right, to roll right into it. I'm going to bring back the worst tweets of the week because I've seen somebody talk some crazy nonsense. So this dude's, of course, been blocked. But shout out to Denzel Washington at Sherlock Homeboy, who said, and I quote, can't name, can't name me five albums better than The Recession outside of Bow Wow and Lil Zane's catalog. So shout out to you. I'll probably tag you on the committee Twitter because you're blocking my regular page. But... I don't know what kind of blue meth that you're you're taking, but I don't, that's some wild shit that you're talking about. I don't even know who Little Zane is off the top of my head. Now that I think about it, but does he does he even have a catalog? Like, what's going on, man? I think Little yeah, Zane, one he song a, with one twelve. Uh, they're calling me, calling me, calling me, or whatever it was. Yeah, where it sounded like Tupac, a little left for celebrity, a made nigga, paid nigga, and the motherfuckers ever be or something like that. Bro, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. It's circa 2001, <laughs> maybe 2002, but you know, it's a very yeah. short, no pun intended, because he is short catalog. And somebody actually trolled him so hard on Twitter. Um, um, they had like hit him up on his Gmail and was like, yeah, you know, I got $3,500. I need you to do a birthday party. And he was like, dead ass going to do it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. What, yeah. What's the information? Blah, blah, blah. And they was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm kidding. You're trash. Oh. <laughs> they killed him. But, oh, um, my goodness. Yeah. Damn. Shout out to Lil Zane wherever you're at, man. I hope you're in, in good spirits. Save your money. Save your money. Oh, yeah, hashtag collect the bag. I, I don't know. With that tweet, though, I don't know if that's bad or if they were just trolling because we know Bow Wow, I remember he had some good songs. I don't remember any of them. Um, Little Zane, like you said, you don't even remember who he is. He hasn't been relevant for 15 years or more. So maybe that was just a troll tweet. But, yeah, you get the worst well, tweet of the week. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're still getting blocked. I don't need that. I don't need that sin floating across my timeline. So, no, actually, shout out, shout out to uh, KJ Dallas Kid also. What's good, man? He's a big supporter of the podcast, and he does YouTube yeah, videos. Man, hey. So check him out. Yeah, shout out to KJ Dallas Kid. He owed me a game in NBA 2K. Told him I'm gonna wax that ass like it's a bee's hive or something. Like yeah, I'm gonna bust his hive. ass when New Mad come out too. So it's about yeah, to be man. lit. I feel like y'all talking real reckless about this dude, and he's going to wash the floor with y'all. Man, ain't nobody gonna wash nothing around here. Hey, man, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a full, I'm a full grown man. I'm not finna get beat by no KJ the Dallas kid, man. I ain't going down. And shout out to Chuck Decoy, who apparently won some sort of bootleg Madden tournament with, with your boy Richard Johnson. And them two can get that work too when that man comes out. So shout out to y'all. 
Well, I have no comment because I think Chuck the decoy is going to beat you, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I'm going to send him to El Breezy first. If he could beat El Breezy, then we, we, we maybe can have a conversation. I'm wow. pretty sure I beat him before. But it's moving like a, on. It's like a Mortal Kombat tournament. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I'm going to have to pull up, just randomly show up in Jayville, be like, what's good? Had, had the console in my, in my backpack. but Yo, o- Omar's back. Omar coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, it's Omar. New rag flap hanging. No. Shout out to The Wire for all y'all people that haven't watched that show. It's pretty legit, but yeah. Moving on, we're going to go through a couple quick topics. A lot of things been going on this week. Uh, we got Adolphus Savage's president, Donald Trump. Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, my brother, time out. It ain't my president, that's your president. Bro, you got a MAGA this man got a, a MAGA, a MAGA fitted cap. I do have, I do have a MAGA. I got a swagger like MAGA hat. I will admit, <laughs> it's a fitted. Okay. Anyway, so he was in the news this week, of course, with the uh, Comey testimony. Which, like, at this point now, with all these uh, things with President Trump, I don't want to. I don't want to hear about the smoke. I don't want to hear about allegations. Like, we actually really have something on this dude. Then, then I'll start paying attention again because becoming an overhyped, you know, again media thing where they they were opening up bars early for people to go watch the Comey hearings. Like, they're about to hear something, you know, groundbreaking. It was really like, hey, you know, I, he didn't. He, it wasn't as uh, as sexy as people thought it was going to be. Let's put it like that. There was no smoking gun. They're treating it like the OJ trial. Yeah, and actually, yeah. I kind of feel like I got an interesting quote today from um, from a person I deal with on uh, shout out to at more to me. It told me basically when it comes to white people, even when they, uh, and this is not all white people. But when it comes to testimonies and swearing under oath, they don't believe in God anyway. So they're probably not even telling the truth. <laughs> wow. wow. I've never with heard the, that before. With the hottest of hot takes. I'm just saying. That was a hot take. That was a hot take. Shout out to everybody going to church tomorrow to wash away their sins and pray for Adolphus Savage. Goodness there gracious. You go. there Please you go. play for me. Yeah. yeah I, but, I, oh, I, I would say as far as like the whole Trump thing and them trying to get him impeached and the Russia and you know, them interfering with the, the voting or the election, at some point you gotta you gotta show us something. Like you can't just keep hyping up like, oh he's we're on the he's on the way out, we're gonna get him. We got testimonies, we got people under oath, we got people leaking stuff, his impeachment is on the way. I mean at some point it, it, we're gonna look at you like you crying wolf. Like, all right, y'all just y'all just hyping up because y'all mad that y'all lost. And speaking of mad cause y'all lost hyping up and impeaching because obviously the Golden State Warriors lost their damn minds last night. What are you guys' thoughts on the NBA Finals thus far? Like, um, for me, I'm kind of looking at it. I thought the Warriors could and should sweep. A lot of people are claiming conspiracy theory because there's $22 million on the table that they would have missed out on if they swept. Um, What are you guys' thoughts on that? And then also, um, I do have a pretty hilarious quote by Draymond Green after the ground after the game last night. I think he's really the star of the series. But what what are your thoughts? I know my I, myself. I picked uh, I picked the Warriors in four. 
I thought they'd be I thought they I thought every game would look like game one and two where they just come out and run the Cavaliers to death because the Cavaliers don't have really any guys that can play in transition like that. Sure. And and I'm not honestly if I was a Warriors fan, I would not be concerned about game five. I wouldn't treat this as last year when you had a three one lead and you blew it. Um the Cavaliers had a historic offensive night on I guess it was Friday. Yeah, they, they hit had 25 threes. Yeah, you hit 25 threes. They had the most points in a quarter in the finals, the most points in a half in a, in a finals. They obviously hit all those threes. And then you look at the Warriors' side, Steph Curry had 14 points. Klay Thompson had 13 points. A lot of their players, didn't, a lot of their players that, play, that have been playing well didn't play well this game. So okay. if, I, if I were a betting man, do I think that the Cavaliers are going to have another historic finals night? Or is Steph Curry and Klay Thompson going to bounce back and play to their averages? And you look at the Warriors, you, this game, this this series is over Monday night. This podcast will be out on Monday night, and that series, that series will be over Monday night. I'm, I'm, you, I'm, I will book it. I'm booking it right now. Series over, Warriors in five. Yeah, I think the Warriors are going to blow them back south. Um, and it's that whole – and it's in Golden State? Yeah, you can yeah. forget about that. I mean, LeBron and Kyrie put on phenomenal games these last two games, but you can't ask them to do that three more – like two – or three more times, especially against a Golden State team that's the number two defense in the NBA. Nah, you can you can forget this. And shout-out to – shout-out to uh, Tyron Blue. Always support your black coaches who obviously can't coach his way out of a peewee league game. But uh, Whoa, get on that he, he made some adjustments, man. I saw Tristan Thompson run down the field being a presence in the paint. Hold on a second. No, no, no. Hold on a second. <laughs> first off, first off, let me let me get just get this out of the way. Shout out, shout out to the Kardashians, okay? Because games one, two, and three, Tristan Thompson got out rebounded by Steph Curry. The Kardashians show up to game four, Chloe's in tow in the front row or whatever. That man finally woke up and got ten rebounds. So Wait, did you out, hear Jeff Van, did, did you hear Jeff Van Gundy going on that rant about the Kardashians during the game? Like it was like a yeah. five minute rant about I was how they're like, not. He, he just like, oh, man. Yeah, but I kind of like, why are we? There are so many other things to talk about, but I guess that that's the lay of the land these days, man. But yeah, I, was I, like, mean, I don't want to hear about the Kardashians during the NBA Finals. Man, man. that shit out of here. If I if I'm LeBron, if I'm LeBron James. I'm I'm making sure Rihanna's courtside in Golden State. I'm making sure Beyonce's courtside because Beyonce, when Beyonce's in the building, LeBron shows out. And I'm making sure Khloe Kardashian is front row in Golden State. That's the only way. If those three things happen, then the Cavaliers will win Game Five. But if 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 that doesn't but happen, I thought she doesn't date uh, Christian Thompson anymore. Anyway, she dates like ASAP Rocky, right? Hey, it's a it's a tangled. Hey, she, web. hey she's it's making her way. Web. She's it's making her way. She's making her rounds. Okay. Yeah. It's a I want to get into Draymond Green, um, who he is hilarious and, and with his antics, but he comes out and says that uh, fans home, I mean the Cavs fans sit home alone and, and and think about him at night. I'm like, come on, man, that's a cheap shot at uh, Cleveland, but he's definitely been to me, the star of the series thus far. And speaking of headlines, today, of course, is um, Saturday, 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, real okay. quick. Back, 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 back yeah, to Draymond. Go ahead. So, yeah, there was a – even though it was clearly Cleveland's night that night, let's not look past all the atrocious refereeing that was going on in that game. Like, some of the calls they were making, I was like – It was pretty bad. It, was, it wasn't a good It was home cooking at its finest. The, the whole Draymond technical, not a technical – the technicals on Steve Kerr. We never like when they showed the replay. Who when they called the technical, they never pointed to anybody to say, "Hey, this is the technicals on." Then he thought he fouled out, and he didn't foul out. Like that. That's not a good look for the NBA, man. Like that's even though again, Warriors didn't have it that night, but it seemed like every time they built up a little momentum, it got squashed pretty quickly. So. That, and, and that's the that's the amazing thing about the Warriors because even in the fourth quarter when there was like four minutes left. And the Cavs were only up by like twenty, and then you know a minute later it was down to fifteen, and you're just like, "Yo, the Warriors might still win this." They're down by fifteen. There's like four and a half minutes left, but you're, you they they can erase that lead very quickly, and that's and that's how that's a testament to how great that team is. And, and one yeah, more, one last on. thing, yeah, one last thing is watching Kyrie Irving. Shout out to Kyrie. He's from uh, Orange, New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. He's from somewhere in North Jersey. But the things that he can do at the rack is unbelievable. Like, I know Steph Curry is is great. He's a great shooter. But if I'm having to pick one of those two guys, I think I'm going to have to go with Kyrie Irving because he he can do things at the rim with the ball that Steph cannot do. Steph cannot attack the rack with that type of precision. That's cool. I was going to say that Kyrie is one of the most elite, like, ISO players probably ever. But outside of that, if he's not – if his shot isn't dropping – I mean, he might he was like be he was like sixty percent the other night. Yep, the other yeah, night he hit like yeah. six ten. Yeah. If, but but if, I mean, if he's not hitting though, if his shots isn't hitting, he's not going to be able to do much else. He's not going to hit the yeah. boards for you, and he's not going to give you any assists really. Which I really want to when 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 this is over, I do want to come back and touch base on this because I do have a few arguments to make about the NBA. I know we didn't want to make this into an NBA conversation, but I definitely agree with you, Marcus. Uh, Sorry, when you do say. People. Yeah, it, it definitely is life of sports. But I definitely agree with you when it when you talk about Kyrie. Um, I can't say one of the most elite – well, one of the most elite ever, yeah, but not the most elite. But it's just like as a point guard, I mean, that's great for a shooting guard, but as a 6'2", 6'1", point guard, you know, I need you to pass too, buddy. I mean, it works for their – it works for what they do because LeBron is a facilitator. To see before LeBron got there, although he hadn't peaked yet, that didn't equal no wins at all. But you know, is what it is. I think it's just pretty telling that the Cavaliers had their most explosive night on offense in NBA Finals history, and their point guard only had four assists, and their center had five. So that's that's Kyrie in a nutshell for you, basically. So moving on. The next piece of information as of right now, Saturday, June the 10th. I'm pretty sure everybody's been on social media and you can see what is lighting up your phones tonight. Light it up. Amber Rose dropped some <laughs> quote unquote nudes, but they weren't. Oof. I'm going to start out with uh, Ben Simmons. Shout out to Ben Simmons on the injury reserve. Hasn't played a minute of NBA basketball, but he still shot a shot with her tonight Got on to. the IG. I mean, if you can, do it, man. Like, yeah, you, you definitely. But you know what? 
No, I do like the picture, but I do know on my Facebook, because my Facebook's a little dirty, but it's causing <laughs> an uproar because guys are like, hell nah, I don't want no bush, no bush, no bush, no bush. Whoa. Hashtag, hashtag no bush. No hashtag. bush. No bush. <laughs> so guys are really mad about that. And some girls were like, no, went landing strip. No, she needs to wax. She needs to do this. She's trying to promote that. I mean, it's causing quite an uproar, but on my timeline, it's for a different reason. They're talking about her vagina. So what Damn. are you guys' thoughts on Mrs. Miss Amber Rose? This has been a great episode to have uh, a young lady on. This, I, I'd love to hear their perspective, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let Marcus go. Shout out to uh, Matt, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, she, she wasn't a fan it? of the picture. Oh, FYI. Wow. So she a hater. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't have no problem with the picture. They people. I mean, if they're reacting to that, they make it seem like it's some freaking nineteen seventies porno kind of thing. It wasn't. No, it wasn't nothing crazy. Like, I mean, she's a grown woman. You're you're supposedly an adult. When you become an adult, that kind of stuff happens. You start growing hair places. Like, come on, guys. Don't be that way. You're not going to tell Amber Rose to roll up out of your bed and to shave that off. You're not going to do that. Okay, You're but that's a photo that. shoot, so it's not like she just rolled up out of bed and like, oh, here I am. She clearly got oiled up, had some sort of mink fur. Okay, but that, that, didn't, that don't grow overnight. That takes a couple weeks. Yeah, she just that. didn't take care of it. Like, I she, mean, that, she, that's her. She was light-skinned, then, you know what I'm saying? Like All I'm saying is the dudes that got an issue with it, let Amber Rose show up to your door looking like that. You're not gonna be like, "Yo, yo, ma, I need you to sh to trim that up." You're not gonna say that. You're gonna and get shout what you out can. to El Breezy who really went hard scanning the internet for the picture because he actually thought the picture was uncensored and he was seeing the wrong pictures because it was so much hype. But actually, she does. She is kind of covered. Like, and this nigga actually zoomed a in on he the picture. My God, the man oh. zoomed in on the picture. Come on, man. Child, I mean, child an animal. To El Breezy the Savage. I mean, it's an animal. Yeah, it, it was, uh, I mean, do what you do, man. Like, that's how you want to live your life. You know, trying to promote the slut walk or whatever. I mean, let's, let's all, let's not, you know, slut shame. Let's be sex positive. That's what she want to do. Hey, God bless. God, God bless. bless. God bless you, Aaron. And all the mother dudes, y'all need to grow up a little bit, man. Just grow up. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay to have a little hair down there. It's all right. You know what? I, I actually right. want to. We're we're gonna we're gonna hold on that one because I definitely want to revisit that um, well, and get some uh, female perspective on that. And what we'll do is actually we we can eventually bring that back up. But actually, um, shout out to the committee lounge on Facebook. If you guys want to join, just look up. Uh, committee lounge and you can of course interact with us within our group or you can also um, hit me up I'm Adolphus A-D-O-L-P-H-U-S S-A-V-A-G no E and I'll add you to the group because we're actually going to bring this up and discuss it in there because I, I would like to know um, views on the, the landing strip or the Afro Puff rough stuff Speaking of information, yo, what is the what is the word of the week? These people probably think we're scammers. Time, we about to give away some money. We ain't dropped <laughs> no money, no money, the word of the week. Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, the word, the word of the week. You know what? We'll go ahead with landing strip. There we go. Hashtag landing strip. 
Hashtag Landman Strip. And definitely the, the money will be revealed. Wednesday, Thursday. I'll go ahead and do the drawing and reveal it. So, yeah, Thursday. So we'll definitely get to you guys with the winner. Um, shout out to everybody that's heavily participated. Um, actually, if, if it wasn't a drawing and I could pick somebody, I mean, we have a couple people that are some real MVPs. So shout out to um, Shatavia. Definitely, I know you go by Olivia online. Um, you retweet. Why you put out her information like that, dog? Maybe she, shit, maybe she had witness protection or something like that. She's probably hiding from someone. I'm sorry. Uh, shout yeah, out to Karanda. Uh, she has been actually, shout out to Karanda because she actually, and I hadn't let you guys know this, she interviewed me for a blog about the podcast. Um, so when that blog comes out, I'm actually giving out additional information as far as how we started, what we do, and different things like that. So shout out for her. She retweets, well, not retweets, but she posts and shares a lot of stuff that we do, and she's also active in the committee lounge. So definitely landing page if you guys want to hit me up. I'll go ahead and drop it this time. I'll put your name in five times in the hat. Landing strip, my sheet. Landing strip, yeah. Just, just to close out that Amber Rose uh, thing, I'm, I'm going to quote the, the rap god himself, Little Yachty. He says, I quote, uh, I never miss like I'm curry. Yeah, I can't eat that pussy if it's furry. So we all know what uh, Little Yachty <laughs> is about in these streets. He's saying, he's saying, I'm going to give that a pass, Miss Rose. So if you're trying to get with Little Yachty, you need to get your life together. So. He lying. He I mean, lying. He is like, he's like 18 or something like that. So he might be, you know. Shout out oh, to him. He lying. He's a young guy. I'm saying though, man, he, he out here spitting bars and that. Shout out to her teenage emotions or whatever. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's got some. It's got about four or five tracks. I, I, they're pretty solid. I like them. So I'm gonna have to on your word. I'm gonna go and listen to that album. But I mean, since we are talking about hot things that are going out in the streets, talking about the NBA Finals last night during the game. Tell me, you guys seen that Black Panther trailer? Ooh, that shit was so lit. Gosh, I mean, so hype. I didn't watch that thing like five times, like, like five times yesterday. I, I mean, I, I just, this shit. it's on a loop, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to Rob from the Get Wavy podcast. He uh, he has a countdown on his uh, Twitter on his Twitter page, countdown Black Panther coming out. If anybody is in the North New Jersey area that wants to click up and go see the movie in Newark, about 30, 40 deep, you know, we can make this happen. I might buy y'all a couple tickets. You know, we, we trying to gang up. You know, I, you could, if you hit me up on Instagram, on not Instagram, shoot Twitter, South Breeze Seven Hundred Six. You want to check out the movie? I'll buy you a ticket. You gotta wear all black though. So I already you got. Know. I got two Black Panther T-shirts on deck already. Like I'm, I'm, I've been waiting for this movie for a while now, just like everybody else. I might roll up in there. Looking like Eddie Murphy from Coming to America, like it's 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 gonna be serious up there. Yeah, shout out to all the the white people that are mad for no reason. Like, <laughs> what the Why can't we have a superhero movie? I see the hashtag talk about all Panthers matter. I was like, are y'all serious right now? Like, right <laughs> <the> albino Panthers, <laughs> Carolina Panthers. <laughs> it's like, why are all the why are all the stars of the movie black? Because it's in a fake. African country called Wakanda. Yo, it's, it's movie, kind of, they they wanted to be like a uh, friends. It's based in New York, but all the background actors are like all white. Like that's not black, realistic at this all. Black, this Black Panther movie is so black. Like you don't see not one. You don't even see a light skinned dude in there. Like there's no light skinned people in the in the trailer. 
The only light-skinned person that's in that movie was that dog. That's the lightest-skinned person you're going to see in there besides the two white guys. Yeah, and I, I, I want to give Marvel credit for that because it's not common that movies or, like, TV commercials, they'll have, like, mixed black people, but they won't have, like, the blacky black. Nah, they got I, I cross the street when I see this black dude, black people. I, I shout, shout out to Marvel for doing that. That's that's pretty yeah. big. I think, but I, I think I, they're they're smart enough to know that the black dollar moves moves. The but but you know what we have to do for this because I remember when what Red Tails came out. I don't want to be too long winded, but I remember when Red Tails came out. They didn't want to do that movie because they didn't think we support it. So definitely, if you're a person of color, no, that's what they're saying. If nah. you're a yeah, black I was, person, I was, I was gonna say that, that's that a fake, that's a fake narrative being pushed out there because you look at the more recent black movies that have come out, like Straight Outta Compton. Uh, get out, moonlight, stuff like that, hidden figures, fences. We've supported black movies. Like, that's just a fake narrative. Like, oh, the only reason we haven't, the only reason that they quote unquote haven't made Black Panther yet is because they didn't feel like we would support it. But black people support movies. We'll, if you make a good movie with good black people in it, we're going to go see it. I'm, a, I'm taking that day off of work. I'm calling out. I'm not going in. Let's see that movie three times in one day. They're going to get my dollars. I feel like everybody should just take Black History Month off and just go see that movie every day. Just take take the month off and just go see it. Yeah, back to uh, back to what I said in my uh, last week's podcast regarding people's ignorance and stuff like that. I, I'm not. At, I know I said I was going to buy people books. Shout to Lauren. Uh, she's like, that's kind of stupid. You know what? I agree with you now. What I'm going to do now, now on, from now on, I'm sorry, I can't talk today, is I, I have a folder on my phone, like a notepad. And every time I see something that can combat somebody's nonsense, I'm just going to save the links. I'm just going to save the links. And they say something crazy. I'm going to make categories like black on black violence, um, Obama's a Muslim. Chicago. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> black uh, fathers are absent. But yeah, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a category. I'm gonna have links under all that stuff, and I'm gonna include you know the the terrorism stuff, Islamophobia, stuff like that. Because like ugh, people people are just out of control. I'm just keeping it that. But support Black Panther. I'm excited that Marvel is is putting a lot into it. They're really gonna get. I want to I, I want people to make this a record set of movie, and, and and we're not saying yeah, this exclusively for Black people, but. Sometimes we have to have something we can get behind, get behind, and be hype about, and really support. So, just because you're pro-black doesn't mean you're anti-white. Don't, it's, don't it's get all, it. It's like, what's the date that it comes out? Like what the date? I don't think they said yet. Okay, yeah, they, I, I've heard two different dates, but I'm just going with February. It's, yeah, it's, it's in oh, February. February. Okay, but well, I mean, if income tax is back, I'm gonna buy twenty people tickets. We're just gonna ball out. The income thing is, the thing is, is that we need movies like this because it's you need to see yourself on the screen. Like movies like Wonder Woman, you need to have little girls that have a superhero that they can look up to and dress up for as Halloween. And just just wait wait for Halloween after Black Panther comes out. Look, you're going to see a bunch of kids being Black Panther or the other she female characters. You're going to see a bunch of adults. I'm about to dress up like the Black Panther. <laughs> 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 I'm just I'm gonna grab a little fro, you know what I'm saying? Put some roots and berries in my hair, you know what I'm saying? Get it shining, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that stuff matters, man. You, you need to see black people on TV. You need to see women in leading roles because little kids look, little kids and adults, they look up to that stuff and they use that for inspiration and to, to give yourself a sense of pride about yourself instead of seeing Captain America, Iron Man, 
Thor, Dang, man. Oh, there's no, there'll be Superman. no Captain America slander I'm on this podcast. I'm not saying it's slander, but all those guys look the same. Like my, like, my son can't really be Thor for Halloween. You know what I'm saying? But he can be Black Panther. Oh, yeah. He can make he can that happen. He could be, what's the nigga with the wings? I forgot his name. Falcon. And Falcon. That's well, see, we don't, want, we don't, want, to, we don't want to be that guy. We don't want to be the sidekick. Yeah, no, I don't foresee them making him make you know what I'm saying? Little, yeah, little, girl, not... little girls don't want to be Black Widow. They want to be Wonder Woman. They want to be a headliner. Facts. He's somebody to look up to. But I definitely agree. I'm, I can't wait for that Black Panther movie. So the next thing that I would like to bring up, this is something that's going to be near and dear to a Mr. South Breeze. Gucci Mane, Atlanta's own trap nigga. He's Atlanta Santa. Burr. Was at, Gucci. well, he was invited to perform. <laughs> he was invited to perform. <laughs> You're throwing me off. Jesus. That's your fault. Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was invited to perform at the Patriots ring ceremony party. He's a he's an Atlanta Falcon fan. What, what are your thoughts on that being an Atlanta Falcons fan, Southbridge? So shout out to KJ, the, the Dallas kid, for actually making this known to me, along with trying to troll me on Twitter about am I looking forward to Madden because, of course, Tom Brady is on the cover. And talking about, oh, Julio Jones, he'd be able to be at this party if he took his talents to New England, which is never going to happen. And I had to block. I think I blocked Bleacher Report for putting up that stupid-ass picture. Whatever website that was, I blocked their their Twitter account. So, shout out to them. But, I mean, to be honest, after I heard Gucci Man's verse on the Rick Ross CD, I think the song was She's On My Dick. He had a verse referring, referencing, talking about I'm like the, dang. He said, I'm like something, something. I just want another ring, referring to the Super Bowl. I'm like, damn, dog, too soon, man. Too like the Super Bowl just happened, bro. Why are we, why are we Falcons fans are gonna perceive those as shots at the team? But at the same time, you know, you gotta you gotta collect the bag, man. If they offer him a nice a nice paycheck to go hang out with rich people, you know what I'm saying? Get a get a big check to do that. I can't knock the hustle. But just just know. If you're in the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium and you get hit with some nachos or a five-dollar beer, you had it coming, man. Like, you can't be out here fraternizing with the enemy and then want to show up on the sidelines of games, you know, trying to. But put I'm off sure the if they city. offered you some money, you'd probably be there too. And because I'm mean, like, I would be. one thing that's lost is okay. Snoop Dogg was at the party. He's a diehard Steeler fan, even though he's from Mississippi, but claims he's from California. That's, that's not the same thing. Definitely. It's not, but it kind of is. You're a diehard Steeler fan. Why are you at the ceremony? I mean, it's not as, as, as bad as Gucci Man because, like I was reading on BSO, uh, Black Sports Online, and they were saying, you know, the Patriots crushed the foul city of Atlanta. Like, the, the, the city was going to get a lot of money for being Super Bowl champions. They were going to get a lot of money from opening up that stadium as Super Bowl champions. Gucci, why would you do that? You got bills, man. You got kids to feed. The trap, the trap be, ain't I, jumping no more. You got, you got I, brand new teeth. You know. I'd be curious as to who on the Falcons or on the Patriots since they won the Super Bowl. I'd be curious as to which person in that organization was like, "Yo, let's get Gucci Mane up here." Because I feel like I'm, low key that might be just a troll job. Like maybe they're just going for any 
Atlanta-based artists like Gucci Man or like Ti or Ludacris or Nigos or somebody. I, I feel like they might have been trolling. I, I feel I feel Ti wouldn't have done that. I feel not, I feel I wouldn't have. Yeah, they're they're definitely trolling. I'm at the point now where I don't even care, man. It is what it is. We gonna see them next year. Get this L or shit. Yeah, I actually think we're gonna lose that game, but I hope we win. But at the same time, like with their Super Bowl ring, I saw on Twitter the Super Bowl ring was confirmed to have 283 diamonds. To symbolize being down twenty eighth three, they are definitely king petty. Oh that my is, god, that is petty larceny. Yeah, they're. I mean, hey, wow. to, to, to the victor goes the spoils, man. It is what wow. it is. That's funny. So I shout out to I, the Patriots. I hadn't heard of that. That's that's what's up. Good, good for them, man. Good for them. Well, see, what I was thinking was I was thinking that, you know, as I said, Robert Kraft has an, like an affinity for the Mikos and. Um, of course, Gucci Man. I mean, you never know. He could say nigga behind closed doors. But speaking of that. His family probably owns slaves. They probably do to this day. But speaking of that, we <laughs> got Bill Meyer, right? We, we got Bill <laughs> Meyer. Who just came out of nowhere and says, you know, I'm, what do you say? I'm not a house, uh, house nigga. No, he when said he was he... offered, yeah, it was. He said, he said I he said I am a house nigga because the, the guy he was talking to was talking about a, like a Halloween thing and saying, you know, you can come out into the fields and work with us. And Bill Maher was oh, like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a house nigga. House nigga, yeah. excuse me, with the with the ER. I thought it was with the A. I didn't know it was yeah, with the ER. it, it was with an A, but like when people when people talked about it, they they put the, the ER on it just to emphasize the original term or the original use of the term. Which again, regardless of the ERA, he shouldn't have said it. So that's that's why they were kind of taking it to the ump degree. But mm. I don't know. I would I, I would yeah. take it uh take it take it back a little bit as far as like what Adolphus Savage is saying, and he's you know when he introed this topic, he was saying that Bill Maher kind of came out of nowhere with the with the hard N word and. For him, if you if you look at Bill Maher's history and you do a quick YouTube or Google search on him, you will find that he is he has said the N word plenty of times, and he has tried to defend his use as a white person. He's tried to defend his use of the N word to black people. So this is not this is not nothing new for him. You know, I'm, I don't I don't watch his show. I'm not really into that, but. Him being right, this isn't the first time he's done something racist. This is this is an old hat for him. Now, just because he said the word nigga, does that necessarily mean he's racist or did he get too comfortable with himself? Because allegedly I hear he kicks up a lot of black folks, dates white dates black women, and maybe he got he just, maybe he just got a little out of pocket. I mean they're still I mean, he still had people coming on the show. A lot of people he dated, had, he, like Ice Cube was coming on the show. Uh, Michael Dyson was coming on the show. People were mad that they should have boycotted them, boycotted the show. But I don't necessarily think that makes him a racist. I just think it makes him stupid. I don't know if he's actually dated black women. The only black woman I know he actually dated was like Superhead back in the early 2000s. That's that's a big one, though. That. that. I'm saying, like I, though, said, but if you, got, if you, I don't know if he dated her or if he slept with her. How though. many people with money I mean. in the early 2000s didn't date Superhead? Like, if you didn't date Superhead back then, you had money. What were you doing? You must have missed out because I'm like, just saying. But okay, she was but out how there. many? 
how many white folks is out there dating Superhead? Like, how many white people know who Superhead is? She was First a big deal back then. I'm not saying they might not have been out in public with her, but I'm sure she got around. And he 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 also had like a lot of escorts that were black. But the whole thing is like, you can say like, oh, Bill Murray racist because he you know he sleeps with black women or what whatever, but uh, slave owners. Slave owners slept with black women too. Yeah, exactly. And that that's kind of my point is like I feel like there are, there have been a lot of black men that are defending him, which is cool if that's your friend, hey, you're gonna ride or die with them, but you can't get too comfortable with saying nigga. I've hung out with a lot of white people in my day. Um, I've lived in a lot of different places. Don't recall any of them saying nigga. Even like what one of my one of my good closest friends, um, Chuck the decoy, is white and he was raised by a black man. I've never heard him say nigga. And I've known him well at 12, 13, 14 years. Never heard him say nigga. Not one time. Even when we're at the club, even when it comes on a song, you know, he may be tempted, but he never said nigga. And to me, it's like we can't sit here and justify them getting comfortable by sleeping with black women or whatever. Like um, I'll use the same example. My friend Chuck, he's married to um, a Filipino. I don't hear him making, you know, thinking he's Filipino now or just doing stuff like that. So to me, it's no excuse for it. I heard some people say, oh, well, he slept with or dated a lot of black women. He's down for the cause. He's this, he's that. You know, at the end of the day, it there are white people with the agenda of making it cool for them to say nigga too. Because they, they think that if we can say nigga, why can't they say nigga as long as they don't say nigger? I mean, you know just, what I'm saying? They pretty much just want everything we got pretty much. Like back in the day, they took, you know, they take your freedom, your humanity, they take away your family. Now, you know, they call you a nigger back then. And then we take that word back and make it. You know, something that you can say to your friends is a, a term of endearment, and now they want to take it back and say, well, we want to be able to say it too. And it's the same as when they try to, like, say that they made box braids, invented box braids, or invented twerking, or this new style of wearing Timberlands, or whatever. It's just like, if you're white, just don't say it, man. Like, it's not that hard. Just don't say it. Say what say. Just There are so many other things that you have that you can do just don't say that one thing. It's it's annoying. Don't don't try to justify why you should be able to say it. Why it's not racist for you to say it. Well, what if I say it with an A? Well, what if a rapper says it? What if a comedian says it? Like, you, you know, it's like, well, I listen to this rap group called NWA. How am I supposed to explain to my friends what that means? Just say N words with an attitude. Like, don't don't make it. Don't be dumb. It's, it's that simple, really. Just be like Ice Cube and them. <laughs> Ice Cube and them was out there. You ain't got to go into that much detail. But just to make it clear, I'm not saying that yeah, I'm justifying him saying it because he hangs out with black people no. or dates white or dates black women. I'm just saying he, he got too comfortable. That's, that's what I'm saying. He definitely did. And my thing is, we've heard a rapper who's a legend in the game, Eminem. Never heard him say nigga. I think he said one time. 
I like the yeah, mixtape. Yeah, I, I was just thinking that maybe on like an old mixtape, I could have sworn he like he probably on me. like a tape, like a literal tape for y'all that maybe don't know what tapes are, like yeah. a little block tape. Because because I remember someone brought it, they tried to bring it back out and tried to kind of like slander him by saying it, but it kind of was swept swept under the rug. But still, he's he's been popular. He's been out for a long time. Yeah, and he, and he hangs out with hella black people, like the blackest of black people, like Dr. Dre, Game, Ice Cube, 50 Cent. He hangs out with people that probably call him a nigga all the time. And he never felt the need. He doesn't feel the need to say it back to him. He's on songs where people are saying that word. And he he's able to restrain from saying that. The guy that wants to slit his wife's throat is able to have enough restraint to not say nigga. Like, just don't say it. White exactly. people. <laughs> Let me be clear. Just don't, just don't <laughs> say it. I've watched Bill Maher's show, and I, I do like his show. His show's pretty cool, but I mean, once I seen that, I was like, you know, I'm not fucking with you no more, my nigga. But it is what it is. Speaking of nigga, I'm going to go ahead and pass this on to my boy, South Breeze. Um, we're going to talk about colorblindness right now, since we're talking about niggas. Hmm? All right, so I posed I posed a question based off a conversation I had with some people on their interpretation of what colorblindness is. Now, I've talked to some. Well, the person I spoke to was a white dude. He's a cool dude. But he was trying to say that he was colorblind and that, you know, oh, I raised my kids to be colorblind. And I'm thinking... You said that, that was a white person that said that? Yeah, good dude. Uh He's a real cool guy. I, I I just think that people that say that are either very naive to how things in the world work or just ignorant to how things in the world work because you, you can't be colorblind. That's, it, we have colors. Colors are a thing. Colors make us different. That's why they have, you know, street lights with different colors because you have to be able to differenti- differentiate what different things mean, what what different colors mean, right? Now, I'm not saying because he says he's colorblind that, you know, maybe he doesn't understand the the plights and some of the things that people of different colors go through, you know, minorities and whatnot. But to, to, tell, to say that your kids or that you're colorblind, to me, in my head, is not, it's not acknowledging that people are different, which is, in my opinion, very disingenuous because people are different. People, unfortunately, people are treated differently because of their skin color, and you have to be able to acknowledge that you can't walk around in, in fantasy land with that kind of ideal. And that, that kind of became a big thing on, on my Facebook. Yeah, because I said, you know, comments. Yeah, well, because I think people get it misconstrued. Like, people were saying, like, oh, you know, just because I'm colorblind doesn't mean I don't understand what blah, blah, blah. It was a lot going on. My thing is, don't say you're colorblind. Say that you're just a decent human being. Like, colorblind is the wrong terminology. You have yeah, to that's... be able to acknowledge color. Like, one of the guys that said that he's colorblind, he's like, oh, you know, I don't see color, blah, 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 blah. And then I asked him, hey, you know, did your mom have the I'm a black male talk with you? For y'all that are out there listening, maybe white folks or non-black people that know what the black male talk is, it's where your mom or dad had to explain to you, like, hey, as a black male, you're automatically, to quote uh, BSO, you're already down 21 to zero when you leave the house. 
you could be doing absolutely nothing wrong, but people are still going to assume you're a criminal. You're going to be assumed to be older than you are. You're going to be assumed to be aggressive. And those, so are, those, to, are, those are actual facts, too. They've done studies on that that show that people view young black kids as older than they actually are. That's like facts. Yeah, so, and he replied, yeah, my mom had to talk with me. So you can't be colorblind if you can already recognize because of your color, you're going to be treated differently. So that kind of negates the whole colorblind thing because you're aware of your color and you're aware how people will treat you because of your color. So how can you be colorblind when you're essentially acknowledging your own color and how other people will receive you with that color? I, I just feel that didn't make any sense to me. And that's, that's my stance, man. You can't be colorblind. I argue that with anybody to the T. There's actually a, Shout out to Kanisha. She sent me a link like from a study that they did. Essentially, being colorblind is was invented by white people to kind of absolve them of any type of, you know, responsibility when things of our issues of race come yeah. up. That, that's what I was gonna I was, was going to mention. I agree with all everything you're saying, and but I do think that if you're a, a, a white person, it you can be colorblind because it's a thing where your color isn't going to be used against you. Yep. you go places it's not going to be viewed as a negative so it's easy for you to be like oh i don't see color i don't need to i don't i don't really look at people's race it's easy for you as a white person to do that because when you walk into certain places you're not viewed as a thug you're not viewed as ghetto or loud or anything like that for black people or you know hispanic people or asian people or uh, middle eastern people they walk into a place and all of a sudden you know depending on where they go they're going to be looked at a certain way you know, if you're, if you're a black guy, you walk into a jewelry store, people may be following you around, making sure you're not stealing based on the color of your skin. Or not if you're, offering you any service. Or, yeah, if you're, like, if you're a black person in New York and you're trying to hail a cab, you get passed up all the time. Well, you know, Uber's out there now, so it's not that big of an issue now. But back before Uber, when you had to hail a cab, it was harder for black people to get a cab because the cab driver saw what that person's color looked like and was like no i'm not stopping for that person based solely on their race you look at people when they go to airports if you see someone that's middle eastern that's not wearing a turban or hijab or whatever it is they'll look at that person differently based solely on the color of their skin so as people of color you you can't be colorblind because you're constantly aware of your you're constantly aware and reminded of your race your race when you go places as a white person, you can kind of just go through life and not have to worry about it because there were never no laws set against you based solely on your race. There's no history of people trying to take away the rights of white people just because they're white. That, that doesn't exist. So yeah, yeah white, pe white people can be colorblind. Yeah, I, I feel like the brothers to say that, the fellow, our, our black brother, brethren that say that, I feel like they are out of touch with reality because it's no way that you can go through some of the things that we go through. I mean, I remember small instances. One time I was living in Florida and I was, you know, I was a younger brother and I was just attempting to walk across the street and I walked kind of close to a car and these white people locked their doors. Like I was gonna rob them and blind, I mean, uh, in broad daylight. I mean, I remember 
well, I'm not going to tell that story, never mind. But I, it's just so many instances where I've seen other people get the benefit of the doubt, and my people don't get the benefit of the doubt. And so and it's they're, like, they're, how can you be colorblind? There are plenty of people that, as soon as they walk through the door, they are already dismissed based solely on the color of their skin. They could be the most qualified person you know, the most educated, come from the best family background, whatever you want, the most qualified, they're A plus, whatever across the board. They walk in the door, they see that dark skin or that brown skin or that uh, tan skin. And they're just like, nope, I don't care what this person says. No, I don't want to hear anything they got to say. I don't care what kind of person they are. It goes from business to, you know, trying to get a job to meeting your significant significant others parents stuff like you're judged by that stuff stuff that and in the court of law jerome is going to always get more time than brandon and when i'm at the airport the cops check all through my bags and tell me that it's random shout out to kanye west who just celebrated his 40th 40th birthday you know shout out to you (laughs) but yeah man this is it, it was a lot. Like I got to work better. I get my thoughts together with those arguments, but it's I, you can't. Some people try to say that. Oh, you know, one of the arguments that was said was like, oh, you know, I don't know about you, but I was raised in different places and different countries, and you know, blah 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 blah. I'm like, that's cool, but we're not the ones that need that type of culture. Like, you're well cultured. That's great, but it's not. That's not for for you. That's not helping you. We need other people to get outside of their bubbles and their comfort zones and interact with other people. And, and the person who said that is in his photo, he's with a white woman, probably married to her. So, I mean, it ain't even Shout about out that. to you. It ain't even about that. Man. Yeah, we're, we're not going to shame the, the brothers that like a little milk in their coffee. We're not going to shame them for, for no, this one but person. I'm just saying, he, he made the, the statement about being cultured and all that, and you're trying to give us a lesson in color blindness because you're color blindness but you're married to a white person that's the same thing as when you're a black male or, or female wearing a dashiki with the fro with the pick in it with the fist up and they're married to a white person but now i automatically feel that i have to prove how black i am but mm. then you're not color blind like come on man get out of here yeah it's the the thing is is like for most black folks across the board, there's usually a lot of situations, whether you're at work, maybe, uh, well, probably not sports teams, but maybe like work at school, where you're in a lot of situations where you're the only black person in that group. So you're forced to have to adapt and be able to, you know, move in different circles just because that's the slay of the land. You know, you might, because <clears throat> you're, you're always being judged or, you always have to work twice as hard. There's really rarely situations where you have a white dude that's the minority. You know what I'm saying? So they they don't have to be able to adapt or be able to talk to people different ways or maybe accept people's culture or understand people's culture because, you know, like you said, they can walk around in their fantasy land of, hey, you know, we're the majority, we run the country, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, it, it doesn't give them the same type of perspective, in my opinion. Caucasian brother to come on the podcast and discuss some of these things because it's hard to get 
obviously. And, and that's one of the arguments that I have with some white people is that you're never going to understand because you're not, you don't live our lives. You can never live life a day in the life in our skin. So I don't want to try to be like, oh, well, I know how y'all are. Because again, I haven't lived life in your skin. So on the Facebook that maybe can talk on these things or wants to come on is I do want to get different perspectives and try to get a, a different viewpoint on this. But yeah, don't don't say don't say you're colorblind. Just say that you have culture. Say that you're a decent person because colors here is not going nowhere. It is what it is. Acknowledge it. Be respectful of people's different cultures and ethnicities. <clears throat> and then again, like I always say, step outside <clears throat> step outside your box. Meet di meet different people. Hang out with different people. Talk to different people, and you'll be amazed what you learn about other people's cultures and lives. So. Hey. I enjoyed that. That was wise words, my brother. So um, if anybody's out there of any race, don't say you're colorblind, just say you're cultured. You know, that, that's, that's the takeaway from this one. Um, my closing thoughts on this one. Um, I went ahead and shared the committee lounge. So if anybody wants to join, um, if you're already my friend on the Facebook, just uh, IBM me, I'll put you in was wearing last night either i forgot about that as a hot take oh yeah he's looking like the the wild drug dealer yeah if you've been following Dwayne Wade for a while you this shouldn't be surprising he'd, he'd, be, out he'd be out there he'd be out here wilding a little bit so i mean it is what it is with him yeah, he out there trolling with purple hair or whatever i don't know what was going on but you know but definitely uh, but anyway, y'all can always hit me up. I'm Adolphus underscore Savage on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. I'm Adolphus Savage without the E. And I'm going to be signing out for this evening. I'm going to shout out. None of the best notes, you know, Southbridge 706 representing Augusta, Georgia. Shout out to was arrested for releasing NSA documents showing Russia's attempt to hack the election. So uh, Augusta's on the map for all the wrong reasons for being the wild leaker. But I mean, that could be a positive thing in the future. Sure, for some people, but man, like, can Augusta not have anything nice? Can we not do nothing positive? Like, hey, y'all got can't James have Brown. Man, James Brown beat his wife, man. Like, hey, 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 he's a legend, man. That's not how we choose to remember legends. I'm just saying, man, he, he beat up his wife. He might have been on drugs. He led a hard Allegedly, life. allegedly, allegedly. I don't think there's any legend on his drug use. I'm pretty sure that's facts. Hey, we, we don't know. Reasons. But yeah, shout out to everybody who supports podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, oh, rate, take a few minutes. Not even, it takes like 30 seconds to leave a comment so we can know what y'all like, what y'all don't like, what y'all want to hear, whatnot, you know. Show your support, show your love. Also, if you're in any Facebook groups, you know, post an episode of the podcast and group and get us some feedback so we can see what we can improve on uh, to make it a little better. Yeah, South Resend those sticks. I'm out. Marcus, what you got to say to close out? Yeah, I was just going to, um, I don't want to close the podcast. I'm just going to give my closing. Yeah, we're not going to. Yeah, <laughs> we saw what happened last time with that. But uh, shout out to the, to the people that have not heard of the, the group. Run the Jewels. If you haven't heard of them, they're in the Black Panther trailer. The song that you hear at the end of that trailer, that's Run the Jewels, Killer Mike, LP, and LP. 
That song is uh, called Tigatron from Run the Jewels 3. So if you're not up on Run the Jewels, you need to be up on them. Because if Black Panther fucks with them and you fuck with us, you need to fuck with Run the, Run the Jewels. So that's all I got. Six. It's going to be podcast. We out. Peace. Yes, sir.